Here we are ready to create your course and get it to your new music students. Sounds easy enough, right? But then there's a crippling feeling of, am I creating this course in the best way for me and for my students? Do I sit down and record everything? Do I start the process and then start selling it and then start delivering it and try and keep up with my students recording it on the fly? Or do I start selling this course right away and create the content live with the students right there on the screen? That's what we're getting into today on the Music Teachers Expand Online podcast. Hi, I'm Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode 264 of the Music Teachers Expand Online podcast. This podcast is dedicated to showing you how to create impact and income online as an independent music teacher. The goal of today's episode is to help you say yes to creating that course in a way that's going to serve yourself and your students. So in general, there are three approaches to creating an online course. The first one is to create all of the material before your students get access to any of it. The second way is the just-in-time type methodology where you're creating the content ahead of when your students need it, but not all at once and all before they start. And the third way that you can create your material for your course is recording the material live. This is what we did for the first few rounds of the Online Music Course Accelerator. With Elevate, we did the just-in-time type methodology. And while none of these types are inherently bad, it does make sense to understand how you're going to create your course content when you're at this stage of I'm creating an online course. So let's get into all the pros and cons and hidden gems, I would say, of each of the approaches. We'll start with the traditional method of creating everything before you start selling it and before you start delivering it. I call this the traditional method because it is the one that feels safest and it's the one that people tended to use at the beginning. They would spend six, 12 weeks, six, 12 months really creating their course and then they have it all polished and beautiful and then they start selling. Great. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. Some of the advantages of this method are the lack of time constraint. You are not time bound by students waiting for your content. So you don't have the pressure of the students. Another advantage is that you can be the perfectionist that you most likely are because Again, no one's waiting. If you want to record something 14 times and spend 20 hours editing a five-minute video, you're welcome to because, again, you're creating this all ahead of time and nobody is actually seeing what you have going on. The third advantage of this is confidence. When you create your course entirely in 
advance, you know exactly what this course is going to deliver, which makes it super easy to talk about and to sell. So those are three advantages to creating all of your course content ahead of time. Let's jump to the disadvantages because I actually think there are a lot of disadvantages to this method. The biggest disadvantage is you don't know when you're going to start seeing a return on this investment. Money talks. I'm just going to say it outright. Money talks. And if you don't know when this project is going to have an ROI, how much effort are you going to put into it? You could have the best course idea in the world. This could skyrocket your success. But if you have nothing motivating you to get it done, then how much effort are you going to put in on a daily, weekly, monthly basis? Another reason why this method might not be the best for you is because we live so closely to our content and our material and you might go too deep or too shallow on a topic that is really important to cover inside that course. And when we go too shallow or too deep, we are not creating the best product for the students who are actively going to be going through the course. Because you don't know who your students are, you don't necessarily know what level you're going to go. And oftentimes, you're going to put more material in the course than is actually necessary, which I think could be a third point unto itself. Let's just say that one of the disadvantages is that you can go too deep or not deep enough for the student's needs. And the third one is really the course stuffing, putting more material, more content into the course that may not be actually necessary for the success of the student. And the last disadvantage that I want to call out for the creating all of your course content up front is that your course material can be flat because you are working so hard on getting this material going, you may lose sight of the student and their progress and their journey and their wants, their needs and their desires so the content becomes just material. It doesn't keep their engagement. It doesn't motivate them to keep going on the journey. You become stale. And that's the last thing I want for you is to become stale. I am never going to say you cannot use this method. This method is ideal for micro courses or mini courses that might take a student an hour or two to complete, even maybe four hours to complete. But for the most part, music courses are going to have larger goals and going to take longer than that. So now we're going to jump to the third way that you can create a course, which is creating the content live. And no, I don't mean creating all of the content live. What I mean with this method is that you are delivering the video content live. In this method, we still need to be creating all of our materials, all of their handouts, all of the backing tracks, and most likely all of the sample material as well ahead of time. So what you're doing in this one is you're doing the live instruction. This is a great way 
of getting your material created. We have recommended this to several of our online music course accelerator students in the past. And I know that some people, this is just the right method. You are so good at creating worksheets and assignments and having a vision for what the student does. But then you cramp up a little bit when it comes to the teaching side because you're teaching to a camera. That is the biggest advantage of this method is that instead of teaching to a camera where there's no reaction from it, you are teaching to actual students. So let me break this down a little bit for you. With this course creation method, you are able to sell your course before any video content is created. We'll have our course outline and we'll know what the goal is. We'll understand what we want to accomplish with the students. Again, you'll probably have created some worksheets or some assignments, some handouts, those kinds of things. The actual teaching, the nuts and bolts, I would say, that you do live. This works well for more theory type courses and less playing courses, I guess, um, or instructional where you need multiple cameras or you want to break something down. So while I think that this method could work for a lot of music teachers, I do know that the biggest limitation from this method is being concise on that screen and teaching in a way that you don't look like you're frantic. Sometimes when we're teaching live, the video might not work properly or the audio might not sound quite as good or you want to bring in three pieces of material or you want to bring in multiple cameras and there's just a lot to bring into that live environment. So that's probably the biggest disadvantage. <sighs> the biggest advantage of this method, of course, is that you can start selling your course early. You can start selling your course as soon as you've got it envisioned. Pretty much as soon as you know what the course is going to be, you have figured out the curriculum, you know the goals, you know the type of students, you can start enrolling students into your course, which is huge because it gives you that immediate ROI. You are getting paid to create the course. And then once the course is created, perfect, you can just keep selling it. You can keep bringing more and more students into the course without having to teach it again. One other disadvantage of this method and then one more advantage. Okay, so one more disadvantage of this method is that if you do want that live interaction, you need to make sure that you have enough live bodies that have purchased the course and are available when you are teaching it live. One of the big advantages of online courses, of course, is that they are asynchronous and they do not depend on your availability and the student's availability. We pull that away when we are teaching live in this first round. On the flip side, the advantage is that you get feedback. You get feedback from these live bodies. You get feedback from these 
budding musicians who are learning alongside you. You can have Q&A sessions every single week. You can tweak the content. You can speed things up. You can slow things down. You can stay surface level or go super deep because you know the students that are there and you know that you are going to be able to teach them exactly what they need to learn in order to get to the goal. So that is a huge, huge advantage because you're creating the best product for these students, which then will extrapolate out to being a better product for the entire market. The third and my favorite method is to do the just-in-time creation. Just-in-time creation essentially means that you create your content as the students are going through the course. This means that you're going to have your course on a drip schedule, which will have new material dropping once a week, every three days, every two weeks, whatever cadence that you want it to be. And your goal is to have material created a week to two weeks ahead of when the students are going to be getting it. That is perfect because you can start selling your course before it's complete. Again, like with the live version, you can have your complete outline. You can have a lot of your worksheets. You can have a lot of that stuff. You can also have the benefit of being the perfectionist that you are and getting really great quality video because you're doing it ahead of time. You're not doing it live. You're not frantic. Yet you don't have to spend days, weeks, months, years creating the content before you start seeing an ROI. And while this is my favorite method for my clients, for my OMCA clients, there are a few gotchas and I want to make sure that I call them out. The first one is that we want to make sure that we are creating a thorough course and that we don't look rushed on the screen. Okay. That's why we want to finish creating the content for a given module one to two weeks before the students get access to it. Give yourself a nice buffer. Give yourself a reward for creating the content far enough ahead of time so that you had the time to create the quality product that you wanted to create. The last thing I want to see someone do when they are creating a just-in-time learning is that you are putting the finishing touches on those videos four hours before the students need access to them. Wouldn't that be the worst, right? I mean, it just would be so much stress on you. It'd be so hard to show up fully present on camera for these students. Now, one of the advantages of this method is that you get to know who the students are. You can get feedback from students from week one and possibly tweak the content or structure of content that's going into maybe week three or week four or down the line because you're going to be getting continual feedback from the students as they're going through the course content. That's one of the things that I love about this method is that you get the benefit of student feedback and knowing who your students are as you're creating further material inside of the course, but you don't have that live interaction, that franticness that can stress out creating on the fly 
And this gives a really good balance. So in a nutshell, really, truly, that third method, the just-in-time creation, where you're creating your material one to two weeks before the students need it, is where I think music courses should be created. I could probably create an entire course live because I'm teaching something that involves sitting at the computer. I am not teaching something that involves other instruments and perfect lighting and perfect, you know, microphones and placement and all those things. That's your zone of genius and own it. Okay. So let's recap. We've got three ways to create a course. The first one is to create everything in advance of students getting access to the material. The second one is the just-in-time creation where we're creating the content one to two weeks before the students get access. And the third method is to teach the course live. With all three of these methods, I am talking specifically about the video content, the teaching content. I am not talking about the worksheets. I am not talking about the assignments. I am not talking about how students interact with the material and get access to you or anything like that. I'm strictly talking about the teaching material, the stuff that they're paying for, that they can tangibly say, this is the product that I bought. Okay. That is what your online music course is. It's a product. Let's make this the best product for your budding musicians. And in the process, help you to see an ROI as soon as possible. If you've got a music course idea and you are interested in having me help you create the best possible version of that course so that it is profitable as soon as possible, be sure to click the link in the show notes to the Online Music Course Accelerator application form. This program is truly your sidekick to get the right course created fast and efficiently. I would love to see your application. And I would love your feedback on this episode or any of the other episodes. So send me a message over on Instagram. I'm at Jamie Slutsky. And in the show notes, I have a link to Call with Jamie where you can book a complimentary Zoom call with me. And we can just talk about wherever you're at, what your hopes and dreams and desires are with creating a music course and taking your music teaching online this year, in the next five weeks, whatever it is, I would love to be part of that conversation. And I want to open the floor up. If you have an idea for an episode of this podcast, if there is something that you are thinking about or trying to figure out how to do, and you would like me to jump on that one and dig into it here on the podcast, let me know, okay? I will have episode 265 for you in the feed next week. And until then, don't be a stranger. Let's connect.